Hello, and welcome to the Aligned as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Martina Salling, personal trainer turned trauma-informed alignment coach. And this podcast was created for the ambitious woman who knows she's made for more. If this is you, if you're someone who is not willing to settle for just surviving, but you know that you're meant to thrive, then keep listening because we're going to be talking all about living a soul-led life in alignment with your higher self, connecting with your intuition, the journey of personal and spiritual development, doing the inner work so you can get out of your own way and live life to your fullest potential, optimizing your wellness physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Basically, this podcast is about becoming aligned as fuck so that you can embody the happiest, healthiest, most fulfilled version of yourself, and together we can help raise the consciousness and vibration of this planet. If this sounds like a fuck yes, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. back with a life update and some results from my neurofeedback brain mapping, which I had done recently. So yeah, I just got back from a little summer vacation. It was super nice. Um, I live on Vancouver Island, so I went up the island to Qualcomm Beach. My parents have a place up here and it's amazing because it's just a couple minutes walk away from the beach and it is probably my favorite beach that I've been to on this island so far. Um, and it's also in the other direction. It's a couple minutes away from this beautiful heritage forest. There are many trees in there that are like hundreds of years old. I think the oldest one is 800 years old. That's wild. Like look at this thing. It was huge. And I just couldn't help but think like, I wonder how many, how many lifetimes I've had where this tree has been here, you know, and if I've maybe seen this tree before, just just a little thought. Um, anyways, yeah, we, we did lots of time in nature. So swimming in the ocean, walks in the forest, exploring different waterfalls in the area, uh, riding bikes and like catching the sunsets each night, which was beautiful. Um, spent some really good quality time with my parents and even had a couple client calls while I was away. And I'm so grateful that I'm able to do this work from wherever I am whoever has Wi-Fi. What was interesting is the ocean up there is so warm. And this is shocking because this is Canada, right? So Canada is not meant for, is not known for having like warm oceans, really. Um, Victoria, where I live, it's like a cold plunge all year round. Doesn't matter if it's 30 degrees out in the summertime, you get into that ocean and it is like, I don't know, a couple degrees. It's freezing, right? So up here, up in Qualcomm Beach, it was like swimming in a warm lake. I was shocked. I was swimming around for like half an hour, not even an ounce cold. It was wild. Um, I had so much fun though. It felt like a lot of inner child play, just like running through the waves. So when the tide is way out, this beach is huge. It's massive. And these waves are rolling in and it's just, it's shallow for so long, which I think is how it's able to be so warm um, during the summertime. But as I'm like running through these waves, I'm just like laughing. It just feels like pure joy. And yeah, you just can't not laugh. So anyways, I had a nice week up there. It was lovely. So hopefully you've been having a good summer and able to get some nice outdoor activities in as well. And a few things that I've been up to lately. So I've just recently started a Kundalini practice. This is something that I've learned about on Gaia. So 
you may have heard me say this before, but I prefer watching Gaia over Netflix. Gaia is like the spiritual Netflix, in my opinion. There's lots of really, really cool stuff to learn about on there that I love. So Kundalini is this divine feminine energy that lies dormant at the base of our spine. And it's like a life force energy. So the base of our spine is actually the first part of us that develops when we're a fetus. So what's really cool is we can awaken and activate this energy through certain movements, mantras, and even breathwork patterns. It's amazing because this energy actually travels up the spine, clearing out any old energy. It actually helps to align the chakras. So we can get aligned as fuck through kundalini. How amazing is that? I'm all about that. So it's basically, yeah, it's clearing out any old energies that are like stuck, that are no longer serving us. So whether that's showing up as subconscious patterns or beliefs, maybe it's lower frequencies. It could even help to cleanse the aura, which is like our magnetic field around us, raising our vibration. And that actually makes you a magnet for all of the high vibe things that you desire. So I think this is a really cool practice. I'm definitely just leaning into it. You know, it feels, feels like probably one of the most woo woo things I've ever done. Aside from going to see a shaman who does acupuncture as well, because in that practice, there's like some singing involved in a different language that I'm not familiar with. Um, But yeah, it's just like a surrender practice and I'm just leaning into it and just, you know, willing to trust and see what kind of magic can happen for me. So that's one thing that I've been up to lately. Something else I've been doing is focusing a bit more on my gut health. So gut health is something that I got into big time about like six years ago or so to really help when I was experiencing a lot of adrenal fatigue and even autoimmune thyroid problems. So back then I found that leaky gut was like the root cause of so many issues in the body. Um, I learned how our gut is kind of like the center of where inflammation starts, right? So different foods that we eat, but even, even things like toxins can really play a big role in this. When your gut is inflamed, you know, it's going to actually create some holes in the lining of your gut. And this is where we're supposed to be absorbing our nutrients. So if there's holes, it's kind of like, you know, what's supposed to be contained inside of your gut is now going to be leaking into your bloodstream. Your body's going to go, wait a minute, that's not supposed to be there. And it's going to attack it. This is kind of how autoimmune issues start. It all starts from the gut. So yeah, like I said, about six years ago, I really made a lot of changes to my diet to help improve this and to, you know, I also removed a lot of toxins as well. So things in like my personal care products or cleaning products for the home. There's a lot to be aware of there. And I optimize my sleep a lot too. So I did a whole episode on this actually about kind of like biohacking and some of the weird shit that we do for our health. So you can definitely tune into that one to learn more about how to optimize sleep. Um, But the reason that I'm diving a bit deeper into gut health again is today I still have some lingering skin problems that kind of flare up and they come and go, but it's likely connected to like a microbiome imbalance. So the, you know, the good and gut, the good and bad gut bacteria, yeast, fungus, all that kind of stuff. So likely that I've got some candida overgrowth going on. So I've basically 
been taking lots of digestive enzymes, drinking bone broth regularly. I'm noticing that my nails are stronger recently in the past like couple of weeks, which is pretty cool too. So that's kind of a little added bonus of things like bone broth. Um, but I've also taken some antifungal herbs, things like olive leaf extract and grapefruit seed extract. And overall, my digestion is feeling really, really good. So pretty happy about that. And if you're curious about some of the gut supplements that I use, I will drop you a link below. Um, Bioptimizers is by far my favorite company for lots of things gut health. And I've got a discount code with them as well. So definitely highly recommend checking that out. And let's talk about my results for my recent neurofeedback brain mapping session that I did with my friend Shannon Windsor. So I recently interviewed her in a podcast episode. If you haven't listened to that one already, then definitely go back and check that one out. She is a genius when it comes to rewiring the brain, which is pretty important because our brain, as you probably know, is, I mean, all organs are important, right? So it's hard to say which one's the most important, but the brain is pretty damn important. So essentially what we did was, you know, the goal was to see how my brain adapts to learning and to the environment around me. So we started by filling out a questionnaire that was derived from neuroscience, you know, designed by top psychologists. And there's questions about things like anxiety, depression, perceived stress, ADHD, um, lots of questions there that we started with. And then we put electrodes onto different parts of my brain to see how my brain was functioning during different activities. We did a variety of exercises with my eyes open and my eyes closed and the electrode measured the brain waves during all of this. So first I'll just share kind of what some of the different brain waves are and what they do. So we've got alpha, which is like the relaxed state. So kind of like a light meditation state. We've got beta. This is more alert wakefulness, kind of like your work and focus mode. There's different levels of beta. So high beta is going to be more like fight or flight response, you know, high alert, hypervigilance. Next, we've got theta, which is more of a deeper meditative state. And we've got delta, which is like total relaxation. You know, this is what's going to be activated when you're sleeping. So one of the activities that we did was a continuous performance task. And this can be a measure of hyperactivity or impulsiveness. So what was interesting is when I did the questionnaire about ADHD, I was like, yeah, you know, I feel like I resonate with that. I've never actually been to a doctor and had some sort of, you know, um, diagnosis of ADHD, but I do, I do see some of those symptoms within myself. Um, so based on this performance task that I did with the brain mapping, my results concluded that I am competitive. So, you know, I was maybe responding a little bit too much on some of these things a little too quickly, which kind of shows some of this like hyperactivity behavior. So I can definitely see that. Um, my boyfriend, John, he also did the test as well. We did this in the same day and he did this task thing first and he got like a hundred percent. And so me knowing that I was like, well, I got to get a hundred percent too. So there was probably some of that in there as well. Cause it kind of shows like the competitive side of me. That's something that I'm definitely working on because maybe it's not always serving me to be, you know, to know that I have to be number one, right? I can definitely see some benefit in just letting that go. 
So anyway, some interesting things there. And then looking at the back of my brain, this is the occipital lobe. And this is the area of the brain that is responsible for visual processing. So ideally in the back of the brain, there's going to be more slower waves here. So the delta and the theta, they're like the deeper, slower waves. So when eyes are closed, alpha waves should also increase in this area too. Mine do not. So remember that alpha is more of like this beginning to meditate, relaxing state. So when eyes close, that should be, you know, higher. Um, mine don't. I'll talk about later a little bit more what happens when my eyes are closed, which is super interesting. This could be related to traumas or just feelings of concern. Um, my theta activation here, I believe this was eyes open as well, showed um, a potential brain fog or like a sluggish response. So it's possible that I'm used to functioning like this. Um, another thing I thought was interesting, I checked my sleep score on my aura ring the night before the test and it was only 72, which for me, that's not the best. This is on like a scale of 100, so it's like 72%. I usually expect higher from myself. Um, and I was feeling a little bit groggy that day, so that could definitely play a role in these results. Also, I had to avoid coffee on the day of the brain mapping. Um, coffee is something that I usually look forward to every morning. It's not that I need it, but I just really enjoy it. And yeah, anyway, so the results kind of show that I could be missing out on potentially 20% of untapped potential in my brain performance. That is pretty significant. So next, looking at the center of the brain, this is the parietal lobe. This is mainly processing sensory information from the outside world. And in this area, my deficiency in alpha waves actually carries forward. So again, that ability to relax that I am lacking. Um, my alpha actually performs better with my eyes open than with my eyes closed. So that should be the opposite, right? So we should have more relaxing with eyes closed. Instead, my brain activates into a state called high beta with my eyes closed. This is the alarm system. It's like hypervigilance. And I definitely know what this state feels like because when there's a moth around me, like pff, I fucking hate moths. I hate them. I'm like definitely hypervigilant. You know, I'll be so aware of like, where the fuck is that moth? Get it away from me. And I, I'll go into like an immediate sprint. So the crazy thing was that doing this brain scan, um, my body didn't feel any, any sense of hypervigilance when this was measured. So pretty interesting how our brain can be going into a mode like this, but we're completely unaware of it. Like for me, I, I felt like I was relaxed in that moment, but it just goes to show you that, you know, our brain can be wired in a certain way from previous traumas, maybe traumas from a decade or two or more ago. Um, the cool thing though, that I want to highlight here is we have the ability of neuroplasticity in our brain. This means that our brains have the ability to change. It's never too late. The saying that you can't teach an old dog new tricks, complete bullshit. Um, just knowing that your brain can be rewired and new neurons can be developed. That's what empowers us to make changes. So just because there could be some results like this, like that I'm having, you know, doesn't mean that it's always going to be that way, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's going to take some brain training to kind of balance this and 
get the brain waves in the places they're supposed to be so that I can have better performance throughout my day. Um, something else that was really neat with the brain scan. So the left and right symmetry of my brain is pretty balanced, which is pretty cool. So the brain waves are kind of like behaving and acting similarly on the left and the right side. And the left side of our brain is mostly for kind of like analytical processes where the right side is like the more creative brain. So I found this super fascinating because my human design chart actually shows the same thing. We can actually kind of see if we're mostly left brain or right brained through human design. And I have clients that are like, all left-brained and I have clients that are all right-brained. Super fascinating. Mine shows like a 50-50 split and it was just really cool to see the correlation between my human design and the brain mapping through neurofeedback. So cool. Anyways, the results that Shannon gave me based on my neurofeedback and brain mapping went a little bit deeper than what I'm sharing on here today, but she can definitely speak a lot more fluently to all this kind of stuff. So I'm just doing my best here from the notes that I have from our meeting together. Um, but she's also given me some advice on what type of brain training that I need to optimize my brain function, which is pretty cool. I mean, there's no one size fits all when it comes to this sort of stuff. So I can totally see the value in getting tested, you know, doing some sort of protocol and then working to improve these things, retesting and just seeing the changes that are made. And again, like you can hear this in the episode that I interviewed her in, but she talks about how she's had clients go through, I think 15 weeks of certain targeted meditations and having completely changed the way their brain functions for the better, which is pretty cool. So based on my initial assessment results, I should work on training my brain to inhibit the high beta. So that alarm mode, and even inhibit theta while my eyes are open because this could be showing up as brain fog. And then I also want to increase my low and mid beta waves. This is going to help me to improve my attention and focus while my eyes are open. So that alert, kind of like the, the good kind of alertness, you know, when you're awake and functioning well during the day. Anyways, I'm going to be setting up a custom brain training protocol with her. And then after some weeks of training, going to reevaluate and see how my brain has changed. So I'll definitely keep you updated on this whole journey as well. And then based on that, because I had deficiency in the alpha waves, the relaxing ones, hopefully after doing some of this training, you know, those alpha waves will kind of correct on their own based on the other areas of the brain that we target. So definitely, yeah, listen in and keep, I'll keep you in the loop with all this. So yeah, I'm someone who's like always learning, growing, evolving. It's just, I find it fun to share my journey of growth and evolution with you. And if you found this interesting, I highly recommend working with Shannon. If you're interested in seeing, you know, what's going on in your brain, how to optimize it, you can reach out to her at shannon.windsor on Instagram or check out her website, which I will link below in the show notes for you. Anyways. Yeah, I hope you're enjoying the last couple weeks of summer here. I mean, I wish that summer could last all year long. And maybe in some places of the world, it does feel that way. So who knows? Maybe I'll be moving to a place that feels a little more summery during the year because I really just don't like the winter that much. 
Anyways, doing my best to appreciate all the seasons here, but this is a reminder to just be a little bit more present, you know, because it's easy to look at the calendar and be like, ah, we only have got a couple more weeks left of summer. Shit. (laughs) But let's just try and be in the now, right? The Power of Now is one of my favorite books that I still haven't fully completed, but the parts of it that I have read so far are just amazing. I'm obsessed with it. I think it's just such a powerful reminder that, yeah, the now is all we have, right? The future doesn't exist, really, because when the future arrives, it's the now. Anyways, yeah, go check out that book if you're interested by Eckhart Tolle as well. But thank you for tuning in and listening today. I hope this was a little bit fun to listen to for you and some maybe some new insights that you've gained. Definitely reach out to me on Instagram at Martina Salling and just let me know, you know, what you're enjoying listening to on the podcast. I always love to hear your feedback and let me know if there's any topics that you want to hear about specifically. But thanks for joining and I hope you have an awesome day. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful to have you here. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could leave me a review. This really helps more people learn about the show. If you feel called to share this podcast with a friend, this also means the world to me. And I love connecting with my listeners on Instagram. So you can always take a screenshot and share it in your stories. Be sure to tag me at Martina Salling. Thanks again for choosing the path of alignment and have an aligned as fuck day.